We haven't had a good semi-spooky campfire tale yet this summer, have we? You usually enjoy those. Something akin to Masters of the Universe Indeed, or that pumpkin patch story from episode number one. Also, it wouldn't be August without some back-to-school poetics. Let's give it a go, shall we? Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. We only get one or two Friday the 13th a year. But in Splendid, those days are super special. Those days belong to our mostly benevolent monsters. Greg Gregory's Monster Hunter. From dusk till dawn on Friday the 13th, may monster mayhem abound. That is the day the man-wolf comes out to play, and the vampires, real vampires, beware. And mummies run amuck in the city, while sea creatures party on the riverbank. Have no fear, they are all relatively harmless, if you stay out of their way. Someone should have told Monster Hunter Greg Gregory that. Greg Gregory is the host of a popular television show called Monster Hunter. The concept plays out just like the title implies. Greg searches for magical, mystical, and or mysterious monsters all over the world. It's an interesting show from an informative and historical standpoint, though a bit anticlimactic, as Greg Gregory never really finds anything. Usually never finds anything. The last Friday the 13th that I recall... can't believe I haven't told you this story. Camera crews arrived in Splendid early that week. On the 10th or 11th, if I remember correctly, filming began on the Monster Hunter show on the 12th and was set to continue through the 13th, Friday the 13th, and the 14th, perhaps even into the 15th. I don't imagine Greg Gregory really thought he'd find anything special here, but <laughs> oh, oh, was he wrong. Greg interviewed me for the show, and to be honest, I found him to be quite insulting, dismissive of the very existence of magic and monsters. I responded by suggesting that he might want to investigate the don't-go-there forest, where you know, listeners, the Mothman rules. Or, as I said, if you dare, you could venture out toward the West End late at night on the 13th. I immediately regretted saying that. I knew, at least subconsciously, I must have known what I was setting Greg Gregory up for. It's all my fault. The footage we found on the 14th included a snippet of Greg Gregory searching deep in the West End woods, loudly taunting any would-be monsters. It was dark, rainy. At one point, it was chilling. There was a flash of lightning. It lit up the world brightly and just long enough to catch the glimpse 
13 sets of vampire eyes peering down on poor Greg Gregory. And if you listen to that tape closely, you can even hear the sound of Bigfoot steps, heavy, methodical, splashing in newly formed rain puddles. Greg Gregory shouted something else into the woods, laughed to himself, but then shuddered as the howl of the man-wolf, unmistakably the man-wolf, rang out loud and proud. Well, I think it's time to wrap this up. Greg Gregory's voice was shaky. It's like you could almost tell that you could see the moment when he realized that he had underestimated this little town in West Virginia. Then Greg Gregory's eyes grew wide and scared, and the screen went dark. I think it's time we wrap this up, he had said just a second before. And yet in that moment when the screen went blank, I was sure those would be the last words this lackluster reality show host would ever utter. But they weren't. Not at all. We found more footage. But this time, instead of Greg Gregory's pearly whites shining back at the camera, we saw the sharp fangs of a vampire. The hairy face of a man-wolf. The red eyes of the Mothman. They had taken over the show, and believe me, they make much better hosts than Greg Gregory. Greg was there, too, and the monsters, it seemed, were attempting to interview him. But the monster hunter himself got scared and ran away deep into the woods. The monsters followed, and the footage ended. I'm not sure what happened to Greg Gregory listeners, though I've heard rumors that he's still running, hiding in the West End woods somewhere. I've heard rumors that his Monster Hunter show will soon be a thing of the past. I've heard gossip, and it may just be that and nothing more. That the networks are considering a new TV show altogether, one titled Greg Gregory Hunter, hosted by a group of monsters that let Greg Gregory go at the beginning of each episode and spend an entire hour combing deep, dark woods to find him. Now that is a show I would watch. Listeners, I can assure you no monsters or humans were hurt in the making of this story. And when I hear more about Greg Gregory, the man-wolf, the mothman, and friends, I promise to pass it along. Happy Friday the 13th. Happy Back to School, too. I wrote some back-to-school poetry just for you. I wrote a haiku. Three lines. The first line, five syllables. The second line, seven syllables. And the third line, five. School bells ring again. Optimism fills the air. Get your learning on. Now, if you like that style, but it's not quite enough lines or syllables, you could always try a Sin Quain, a five-line poem. First line has two syllables, and then the second line, four. The third line, six syllables. The fourth line, eight. And the fifth and final line, two syllables. Here's my back-to-school Sin Quain. Backpack, filled to the brim. 
pencils, notebooks, and more. A short walk to McFly Middle. Classes. And finally, a back-to-school acrostic, where the first letter of each line spells out back-to-school. Back-to-school. A new year is here. Crayons and colored pencils. Keep that locker combination in mind. To all the young ones out there, old ones, you too. Stay safe and study hard. Care for yourself. Help build others up as well. Onward and upward you'll soar. On to class, to the field, to the theater and more. Learn, lead, laugh, love, and those lessons will have a lasting impact. On to school, nervousness faintly mingling with excitement. I'm sure you are feeling all the things. Be kind. Be book smart. Be active and engaged. Be yourself. Stay safe, listeners. Be it a public school or private school year ahead, be you homeschooled, live in-person class, or hybrid, or virtual, I know you will succeed. Know that I'm rooting for you, all of you. Have a wild and wonderful and weird week. Be good to each other. Be yourself. Build bridges. Tear down walls. Be helpers. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab is written and read by Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. I'm Rissy Joy, the proud wife and mother of these two. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Spread the word. Tell a friend. If you don't, Professor Theo might turn you into a tree or a shrub. If he could do that type of thing, I mean. Also, please consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week.